0: substance use and additive disorders These substance uses disorders or something disorders are linked to alcohol caffeine cannabis hallucinogens inhalants opioids and sedatives or hypnotics angioletics anxio- stimulants tobacco or tobacco and other substances that are not named under here all these things are linked just uh they all have some substance use dis- uh, disturbances and they can cause addiction to certain extent now did substance use disorders involve repeated use of these chemicals um leading to clinical certificate impairment during a 12 month period so within a 12 month period you might have these things occurring, they become uh, they become additive, and then they become complete addiction, and they become. Then you run to something you just others. um The defense mechanism of denial is a common thing that with these disturbances. A person who is doing to uh, who is tobacco for a long period of time, might deny that, that tobacco is additive, but yet indeed tobacco has what in it that can cause addiction. And if you use it for too long period of time, you're going to have addiction being caused by what you've been ingesting. Now, there are so many predisposition factors that might lead to substance abuse. It could be family history. It could be chronic stress. It could be socioeconomic problems or status. It could be low self-esteem. It could be uh, you feel life is successful. Uh, you feel... You know there are so many things that can lead to these things some people start becoming an, an addict when they become uh, when they get money some people become an addict because they do not have money so it happens vice versa now um when you are an addict or substance use individual or substance abuser you're going to exhibit uh so many behavior your pattern and frequency of substance use determines how you behave. The amount of substance you ingest per day or per time determines how you behave. Changes in the use of what you, what you abuse determines how you're going to behave. Also, your age at which you start abusing this substance or this particular item uh, determines how you you, how you exhibit the symptoms. So there are so many things that you do. Sometimes even the last date of when you took this substance has a determinant factor in when or how you will present these symptoms or signs in you. Um, the client can have blackouts when you have these symptoms. You can have blackout. You can't recall what you were doing when you were when you in the state. The client can have weight loss or weight gain depending on what student they are using. The client can have changes in bowel movements they might have constipation or diarrhea or they might have loose too depending on what they are using they might have sleep probably they might have insomnia they might or they might sleep assist, they might have assisted sleep period they might have chronic pains and they might have concern over substance abuse or substance use so, they might have cutting down or consumption or, be, of, or behavior. These are things that occur in clients that are substance abuser or having substance use disorders. Now, um, these individuals will use different tests to look at their functioning ability. Some areas use the Michigan alcohol screening test, the MAST, Michigan alcohol screening test. Some people look at the drugs abuse screening test, D-A-S-T-A, D-A-S-T, drugs, the drugs um, abuse screening test. Some people look at what we call the KH questionnaire, which asks questions about the client, how they perceive themselves. Some use alcohol use other identification test, the A-U-D-I-T, alcohol use identification screening test, which we call the audit. Some can use what we call the clinical institute withdrawal assessment of alcohol skill. We get a C Y C-I-W-A-A-R. C-Y-R. C Y R. Some players can use the C Y the C-I-W-A. You have A-R C Y, which is the, the it's called the Clinical Institute Withdrawal Assessment of Alcohol Skill. The C Y A R. These are very tests the client can use. Now, we start the first substance that can cause addiction. It's opoid. Look at opoid on here. Opoid is uh, one big one. One we have opoid. Opoid. Is one under here upward includes uh morphine open include a morphine so open include morphine it includes um heroin hydromorphine they are all open they can be injected they can be inhaled or they can be smoked so you can smoke heroin you can smoke You can smoke uh, 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 morphine or hydromorphine. They can be injected, they can be smoked, or they can be inhaled. Now, what's the inner purpose for this opoil? It is purposely taken in to provide euphoria or pain relief. So opoil is given for what? Euphoria or pain relief now what is euphoria it provides that false life it makes you happy when you do not have anything when you are nobody you are happy that's why those who abuse these drugs they feel good with their life they feel satisfied with their life and they will lie in the gutter and live a good life they will act like they are in a mansion whereas they are sleeping on the sidewalk of the road Whereas they are sleeping under the market building. where they are sleeping under the bridges. But they do not care whether someone sleeps in a 35-story buildings on an air, air bed or you sleep on the on most comfortable bedding in the world. They have the same comfort you and I have when we sleep in our bed with AC on. So they can be out there in the heat. The heat is one degree and they still feel comfortable because they are in euphoria. That's why they take this these, these drugs so the drugs popular, popular is it creates euphoria and also relieve pains so the medical uh the medical use for upward is pain relief and the social important of opioid is it creates euphoria in the abuser now under here when the client has this condition or when the client takes in this particular uh, this particular drugs they will have slow speech that's why you see the client who are drug addict, they not talk fast, talk slow. My name is, um, that's at the top because they'll have slow speech due to the effect of the medica- of this opioids. They're going to have decreased breathing. The client is going to have decreased level of consciousness. They will have memory depression, which can cause death. The client is going to have maladaptive behavior the client will need an antidote for this opioid, which is Narcan. They will use Narcan as an antidote so that they can help themselves in just in case there's an overdose. So this is also called the naloxone. in short, but it's Nike it's the antidote for opioids. So if for any time they got over drugs or overdose and nike is not around, they're going to die from overdose of opioids that's why now in philadelphia they have created a safe house the safe house is a place in uh in north philadelphia that the client go in the building and drugs themselves so they go there they get them syringes and they use this opioid and put it in a vein just in case they have people who monitor them so if they overdose themselves those individuals who are there they are being paid by the state by our taxes or with our taxes they will give them the antidote to release them from the over the overdose then these individuals when they have overdose and they are having withdrawal symptoms they will have abstinence syndrome with sweating and renal they will have uh they will have uh uh uh, uh, uh coming, coming from their nose, and uh, they will uh decrease breathing and um, they will have they will become irritable they will have pilo erection a good word for this they will have pilo erection this pilo erection it means due to gut symptoms the client going to have what we call goose flesh it's called goose flesh on here spinal erection which is called goose flesh in the case of withdrawal symptoms, um the client will have vomiting the client will have pupil dilatation they will have insomnia the client will also have what we call pain in the they will have pins in the muscle myagia they will have pins in the bone and they will have muscle spasm during the withdrawal of this condition these are things the client will have under here so we look at these things so these are common use substances so that is how we look at it so you gotta look at the these substances uses look at the the, the effect of intoxication. look at the withdrawal symptom or manifestation of, of the withdrawal then we have the cns depressant under here we'll look at cns depressant under here um the CNS depressant. Look at CNS CNS depressant. Under here we have one is alcohol. So alcohol is a CNS depressant. Alcohol. For the alcohol, we say alcohol. Um is a lot of the blood a lot of the blood alcohol level should be 0.08%. It should be 0.08%, which is 80, which is 80 uh gram per dl, which is 80 gram per DL. That's the normal blood alcohol level or the BAC blood alcohol. Concentration is zero point eight zero zero point eight zero percent or 80 gram per DL. That's the normal blood level of That's why when police pull you over, they do the alcohol breast test to determine the level of alcohol in your system. So if it is above this level, meaning you are on DUR now under here. Um So, any level under here that is above 0.4, which is 800 grams per liter, it leads to death. So the normal level is it should be below 0.08, if it's at a level of 4, the client could die from it. So, client have drunk alcohol before and die. Because the might have crossed that level. That's 0.4%. Meaning your entire blood is at 0.4% of alcohol. In that point in time, it will suppress all the organs. And you can die with that particular level of alcohol. That 400 uh, grams per year, you can die from it. These are figures you want to remember very well for the ankles. Then we take alcohol to relax to decrease social anxiety and to also, um, to, 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 to reduce stress. That's why I take alcohol. That's the use of alcohol in our setting to decrease stress level, to decrease anxiety and to make you relax. So that's why people who get drunk say, if I don't drink alcohol, I can't feel okay. That's where it starts from. Um, Alcohol, when the client is intoxicated, the client will have nystagmus. They will have slow speech. They will have memory impairment. They will have altered judgment. They will have decreased motor skills. That's why people who drink alcohol and drive, they can overspeed until they kill themselves. But they have poor judgment. They're going to have poor motor skills they will have decreased level of consciousness. They might go into coma, they're going to breathing arrest or, or respiratory arrest. They might have peripheral collapse and they might die with large dose of alcohol. Chronic use, um, they might have direct cardiovascular damage, liver damage, they might have GR bleeding and they might have acute pancreatitis and they might have sexual dysfunction. When they are having alcohol withdrawal syndromes, these symptoms will include cramping, they will have abdominal cramping, they will vomit what they have drank, they will have tremors, they will have restlessness, they will not be able to sleep, they will have insomnia, they will have increased heart rate, they might have transient Hyrocination or illusions, they might have anxiety, they might have increased BP, they might have uh, increased respiratory rate, they might have increased temperature, and they might have tonic connect seizure. Meaning they will have they'll be conversing, or will be jerking and having seizure. That is what we call the tonic clonic seizure. Um, the alcohol withdrawal delirium can occur two or three days after alcohol cessation. So class will call alcohol withdrawal delirium. It occurred two to one to it occur between two to three days after a client stopped taking the alcohol in then they will have this alcohol withdrawal syndrome or this, this alcohol delirium coming in they will have memory loss due to alcohol withdrawal um this is considered a medical emergency so alcohol withdrawal delirium is a what a medical emergency medical emergency whenever it occurs the doctor needs to be called or now to be called if you are outside a healthcare setting Um, the symptoms of alcohol withdrawal include disorientation, psychotic symptoms, which include delusions and hallucinations, the client will have hypertension, severe hypertension, the client will have cardiac arrhythmia, the client will have delirium if alcohol withdrawal syndrome or alcohol withdrawal delirium is not managed the client can, it can lead the client to death so i want to alcohol withdrawal delirium signs which include i repeat the client will have psychotic disorder or psychotic symptoms which will include delusion and hallucination the client will have severe disorientation the client will have uh, severe hypertension and they will have cardiac cardi dysrhythmia and they will have delirium. These are things the client will have on alcohol abuse disorders. Any question? Then we move to, we still are seen as the present. We move to the anxiolytics, hypnotics and sedative. Anxiolytics, hypnotic and sedative, they are all on us as the de- person, you have angiolectics, you have hypnotics, and you have sedative. They are formal substance or additive disorders or uh, use dis- disorders. Under here, um, the client has, we have the benzodiazepines in my country, Liberia. The young people were taking diazepam like ten tablets, ten pills. They sold it all ten. Then they will look dazed. They will walk like they want to fall, just for that feeling. That feeling of euphoria, to have, because they could not get drugs to abuse. So they started abusing. They'll go, they go to the pharmacy and buy uh, these diazepam and take them, or they will buy like fentanyl, the These are just how it creates that will create that. Uh, CNS depressant function. Um. This, these drugs, the benzodiazepines and the barbiturates. So, diazepam is, ben- is a benzodiazepines barbiturates example is phenobarbital. So, so you want to look at these drugs and look them up extensively. diazepines phenobarbital, look them up. To the high extent to know exactly what they are used for and how can we use them. Um, these drugs are called date rape drugs. Date rape drugs. For the date rape drugs, this simply means people can use them when you are on your first date with a girlfriend. You want to rape her, so you put it in that food or anything. They eat. They become weak, sleepy, and you rape. That's what they call them. The Dead rape drugs. This medication only. They fina fina beta, and that's the pain. That's how they call them. Dead rape drugs. It can be injected. It can be swallowed orally. They're gonna have when they try. are trying to have agitation, slow speech, uncoordinated, uncoordinated muscles, activities, nystagmus. They will have all these symptoms. When they are on withdrawers you will see anxiety, insomnia, diaphoresis, hypertension, and other psychotic reactions. Now, every time we talk about psychotic reactions or we talk about psychotic symptoms, we are talking about hallucinations and delusions. These are the two most prominent symptoms for psychosis. So they are the two vividly uh, seen symptoms under psychotic disorder, hallucination, and delusion. It could be auditory, it could be visual, it could be olfactory, it could be gustatory, it could be textile. It is a psychotic feature in general. So, these are drugs you will see under here. Then we have um, these drugs. When it, when you the antidote, note there is. Barbiculat, barbiturial do not have antidotes to reverse the drug effect, just so you know. The cannabis. Bs, okay, I'm sorry. Then, only here, when this drug are being withdrawn, the withdrawal symptoms, the client will show anxiety, insomnia, diaphoresis, hypertension, psychotic st- reaction, agitation, and possible seizure activity might come up when the client having these conditions or these withdrawal symptoms. Then we have the cannabis. So the cannabis I will call marijuana. Marijuana or weeds, it's a cannabis. So marijuana, marijuana, marijuana is the form of cannabis or weeds as we call it. So they are cannabis um, or hashish what i don't require hash hash h-a-s-h-r-s-h hashi is also a cannabis uh, which is more potent they can be smoked or it can be um already ingested the client use these things they cannabis, be for euphoria sedation hallucination decreased nausea and vomiting secondary to chemotherapy uh management of chronic pains that's how that's why they use this cannabis. Um so when you become intoxicated, it can cause chronic or uh, it might cause lung cancer, bronchitis, and other respiratory conditions. When you take it in high amount, it might cause paranoia, it might cause delusion and hallucination also when it's in high doses. Then we have the, the, the withdrawal symptoms of cannabis. Cannabis withdrawal symptoms include, uh, you have irritability, aggression, anxiety, insomnia, lack of appetite, restlessness, depressed mood, abdominal pains, tremors, diaphoresis, fever and headache. Those are the symptoms for the withdrawal syndrome for cannabis. Now, I want to remember the uses, the intoxication and withdrawal symptoms. The ones that have antidote, Remember the antidote. Then we have the CNS stimulant. So we talk about alcohol, sedative, cannabis. They are all CNS depressant. Now we look at the CNS stimulant. Now the CNS stimulant and the CNS stimulant. This stimulant include <clears throat> you have um cocaine. So cocaine is a CNS stimulant. Now I want you to look at these things. I will put up a little shortcut into our group chat for each one. For cannabis, for cocaine, for marijuana, for alcohol. Each one will have a little shortcut because I want you to mud these things, I want you to their effects their withdrawal symptoms and with, uh, remember their antidote it is important to know for the ankles now for the cocaine it can be injected it can be smoked it can be inhaled it is used for euphoria and pleasure and increase your energy so athletes who play uh, athletes who play soccer basketball other sports they might do this thing and they might do Doping. That's why they have the antidote law for them. You cannot do this thing and still play sports. You get my point. Actually, from different friend is cheating. Um, this drugs it has toxicity It has mad and it has severe effect of toxic the toxic effect. For the mild one is dizziness, tremors, and irritability. For the mild symptoms for these drugs you have the uh you have tremors you have irritability and you have blood vision you have dizziness for the mad effect for this uh cocaine use or uh, cooking for the severe effect the client will have hallucination they will have seizure the client can have extreme fever the client can have tachycardia the client can have chest pain and the client can have possible vascular dis- or, uh, collapse and the client might die from the use of cocaine. These are the severe total effects of cocaine abuse. Now when the clients start, start, start do cocaine withdrawal, they will be depressed, they will, have, they will be fatigued, they will crave for the same cocaine, they will have excess sleeping or they might have insomnia, they will have dramatic unpleasant dreams, they will dreams, they will have dramatic unpleasant dreams in this case, the client can also have other sacro-motor retardation they will have sacro-motor uh, 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 retardation and the client can have like uh, other sleep sleep disturbance the client can have agitation they can have other, like uh, they might have the idea to commit suicide because they might not have pleasure in life they might lost everything about life pleasure they will lost everything so the they, will have, they will want to commit suicide or want to kill himself. These are things that happen with those who do who do cocaine and they are at cooking with jaw, they are showing cooking with jaw symptoms. Then we have the amphetamines. Now I don't have one that follows you have the cocaine here. You have the amphetamines. Amphetamines for also the amphetamines fall under here. You have the inhalants, the inhalants fall under here. You also have what we call the hallucinogens, the hallucinogens, hallucinogens falls under here. So these are all CNS stimulants and you have caffeine, caffeine also falls under here. They are, they are all CNS stimulants. That's why when you take caffeine, you have par- heart palpitation. So you look at this, this particular uh, CNS stimulants, look at their effects and you find you're going to find everything in there i will do for you a shortcut to put it into the group chat and you will see them and understand them one at a time please make note on them in your notepad to have a better understanding about these things as we go along now other ones include tobacco so tobacco for all different things tobacco there are others um it contains nicotine it contains, it could be e-cigarette, it could be any cigarette, it could be anything like tobacco. Once you have tobacco in it, it has nicotine, it could be cigarette, it contains nicotine. Now, this nicotine, it could be cigar, it could be smokeless or chew, even chewing gums, a, a, a caffeine that contains tobacco, it could be one, it also contain nicotine. This cigarettes cause or create realization it decreased anxiety. If you, take a, if you take a very high day, it's, it's toxic. It has acute toxicity. It can be seen in children. And also, uh, when a person is to nicotine in pesticides, there's a total effect. It has long-term effects. It can cause cardiovascular disease, like hypertension or stroke. It can cause breathing disease, emphysema, lung cancer. Now, I'm not going through these things like A, B, C, busy because I expect to know some of these things. When I say it causes lungs condition, causes cardiac condition, when I talk about emphysema, stroke, if you all know what stroke is, what emphysema is, the kind of stroke, whether it is hemorrhagic stroke, whether it is ischemic stroke, you must know these things alone. The if you don't know it, go back to your message book, look up emphysema, look up stroke. Look up uh, these things. Not just to read them. Look at the symptoms. The nursing management it is what you want to read for these conditions. Then uh, the client will do medication that include alcohol, for alcohol withdrawal. For alcohol withdrawal, the client takes uh, benzodiazepines, which is which is which is, is a diazepam. Uh, the client can take carb uh, cal- the client can take drugs such as uh, the client can take like phenobarbital. the client can take other medications like uh like uh pains. Now, when the client is on alcohol abstinent, the client is being the client is abstaining from alcohol, meaning the client is on it, it's on terrible to stop drinking alcohol, the client will take some drugs that will help to keep them at normal at normal level, which is called disulfiram. It's called disulfiram. Um, is spelled as D I S U L. Is D I S U L F I R A M. Disulfiram is a drug that you take when you are on alcohol abstinence. It helps to maintain your level. Um, when you are to prevent from alcohol withdrawal, you have the zone Another one, the nitrezone, naltrexone, N A L T R E X O N E, naltrexone. Another drug, you can look, you can look them up and we also have a drug that we call the acam process acam acam push ac process is a drug that help us in this in this life um we have uh other drugs under here we have opioid withdrawal we take methadone we take cloning is c-l-o-n-r-d-i-n-e we also take the buprenorphine it's b-u-p-r-e-n-o-p-h-i-n-e buprenorphine we take drugs such as uh, levo-alpha-acimetadol levo is l-e-v-o halfin alpha-a-l-p-h-a halfin Alpha, uh, again acetamethadol is A-C-E-T-Y-L-M-E-T-H-A. D-O-L. They call it level alpha acetyl methadol. These are drugs we do for opioid withdrawal. When the client is on nicotine withdrawal from tobacco use, the client takes the bupropion. It's B-U-P-R-O-P-I-O-N. Bupropion. The client will take also drugs like uh, uh, Varadnese. They call it varenicline It's V A. R E N I C L I N E. The Client will take drugs like uh the remote-nab band. Remote-nab rimonabant. band. nap is R I M O N A B A N T. The client takes these medications when the client is on nicotine abstinence. It helps the client to maintain the client level for the client to not go into into in in withdrawal symptoms to prevent them from it. Among the client virus sound and the client neurological status provide for the client safety for implementing seizure and also encourage the client to adhere uh, to treatment plan and advise client to client taking uh, to avoid off of alcohol. So this drugs is controlling of alcohol. And the client on this medication, the client should not take alcohol at all. The Um, <clears throat> these are things the client needs to do um teach the client to recognize real life indications and um assist the, assist, 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 assist the client to develop communication skills to communicate with co-workers and family members while they are sober so these are things the client would do and uh we'll stop here and ask where we have questions to ask and we can ask our question any questions so far